Well, after starting free agency off with a bang, things have definitely quieted down for the purple and gold, but is this just the calm before the storm? What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Laker Hand Podcast. I, of course, am Laker Hand. I am joined by my favorite co-host, the one, the only, Laker Dad. Dad, you know, obviously the Lakers went crazy those first couple days, signed a ton of players. I'm actually, right now, I see something. It's pretty crazy, a little statistic. Lakers spent $15 million dollars. On all of their signings, I mean, every single one of them. We have Kendrick Nunn, Malik Monk, Carmelo Anthony, Trevor Ariza, Wayne Ellington, Kent Bazemore, Dwight Howard. I'm sure I'm forgetting something, but I mean, they spent $15 million, got all those guys, really got off to an impressive start, but things have kind of slowed down a little bit. Um, But of course, we still have a couple more roster spots to fill. So do you think that this is the calm before the storm, or do you think, you know, things are pretty much done for the Lakers? Well, Hannah, until... Um, Dennis Schroeder signs with the team. There's always the possibility of a sign and trade. I think it's maybe becoming less likely with every day that passes, but you just never know. I'm sure the Lakers are leaving no stone unturned to try to find a trade partner. It might require two or three or four teams to make it happen. But until Dennis Schroeder signs, there's always the possibility. But right now, you know, it's beginning to look like things are winding down. There's a few players left that I think they're targeting uh, but most of the big players are off the board. Yeah, you know, the the big name, I guess, if we can even call it a big name right now, though, is Andre Iguodala. Apparently, according to Shams Charnia, um, as of recently, just about an hour ago, apparently Andre Iguodala is targeting either the Lakers, the Nets, or the Golden State Warriors as his landing spot. So, Dad, do you think Andre Iguodala would be a good fit for this Lakers team? You know, Hannah, I just don't know what he's got left in the tank. I mean, here's another guy. He must be 35, 36 years old. I mean, obviously a great champion, a great, great player, you know, in his uh, prime. But, I mean, i got to assume he's well past that now. I'm, I'm not sure exactly what they would do with another Andre Iguodala. They'd have to find minutes for him. I don't know where they'd find them. Andre Iguodala is actually 37 years old, so he is definitely old, but you know what? It fits kind of the theme of this team. We definitely have a little bit more of a veteran team, you could call it, Uh, but we've also got a nice mix of some young players, so we're not just an old team, but you know, Andre Iguodala, again, I agree with you. He's a really good player, Um, but do the Lakers even really have a a spot for him? It kind of remains to be seen, but I mean, I think at the end of the day, if if he decides he wants to come to the Lakers and they're for sure going to sign him, you know, a lot of people are saying that that maybe that final roster spot should just go to Jared Dudley, who's kind of just become like our mascot these last couple of years. I mean, what do you say about bringing Duds back for, for one more time? Well, first of all, Hannah, the roster stands at 12 right now, and the Lakers have the right to go up to 15. Now, they may, as they have in recent years, cut it off at 14 going into the season to leave a little bit of wiggling room at the trade deadline later in the season. But they're going to have at least 14 players, which means they've got to sign at least two more right now. And I'm not sure. I mean, to answer your question, Hannah, again, I love Andrea Godala as a player. I think he's too old. I don't think we need another 37-year-old. We're already getting roasted in the media for the age of the team. I personally would like to see somebody signed who's, you know, maybe under 30, but 37 is pretty long in the tooth. Who do you have in mind? If anyone do you have in mind? I mean, who's even out there right now who could kind of fit that bill? I mean, maybe we could get someone in this if we do decide to do a sign and trade with Dennis Schroeder, but is there anyone even out there right now in terms of a free agent who we could even sign that's, you know, a young guy? Well, I don't know, Hannah. Uh, Maybe not. I mean, there must be somebody somewhere. Um, 
But, you know, I mean, Danny Green uh, signed only today. There was some discussion the Lakers might get him, but he uh, ended up going back to Philadelphia. Hassan Whiteside, who, of course, has been linked to the Lakers off and on the last couple of seasons, uh, he signed with the Utah Jazz. That was an interesting signing today. There's just not a lot of players left. I'm not sure. I mean, uh, I I really don't know. know? I don't know where they turn. But Rob Plink has got to have something in mind. He let... let, um, God, I always forget the guy's name. Uh, the player who was on the non-guaranteed contract. Oh, Alfonso McKinney. Yeah, I always forget. You love him too, and you always forget yeah, his name. It's funny. I I like him, and he. You know, I think he in, in small doses. He didn't get much playing time last year, but I thought he played quite well. Um, I don't know why they wouldn't have kept him around. I mean, he was under thirty, and he was a, I thought a solid player. Um, so I didn't understand that when he, when they let him go, I thought, you know, Rob Palenka had some sort of plan. And again, you know, he may be trying again to do something with, uh, uh, Buddy Heald? No, I, I think the Buddy Heald ship has sailed. But oh, you really do? Yeah, but some, something with Dennis Schroeder, you know, and maybe the, would that involve Buddy Heald? Who the heck knows? But I, I just think right now with every day that goes by, it seems a little less likely to me that they'll pull it off. But as long as Dennis Schroeder isn't signed, there's always the possibility. Yeah, and you know, that's kind of the big question mark right now. I think everyone, and on Twitter, I mean, everyone's constantly tweeting me. My Laker fan wants to know, what the heck is going to happen to Dennis Schroeder? Obviously, this you know season, he turned down a pretty big contract extension with the Lakers. He said, you know, listen, I want to make $20-25 million. Uh, I'm, I deserve it. And it's just not looking like that's going to be the case for him. I mean, this is pretty crazy. It kind of goes to show when you get a big head, what happens? Because Dennis Schroeder is looking like, I mean, again, though, we don't know the full facts. Maybe there is some kind of deal going on behind the scenes that they're trying to work out some sign and trade. But I mean, Dad, what are your predictions on this whole Dennis Schroeder situation? Do you think there's going to be a sign and trade with him? Do you think he's going to get that big contract that he's really been desiring? Or do you think uh, maybe he just kind of aimed too high? Yeah, Hannah, I think, again, with every day that goes by, it becomes less likely that that's going to happen for him this year. There's not a lot of teams left with a lot of cap space. You know, uh, it seems like he just might have to take a one-year deal somewhere for whatever money he can get. You know, another player I think who's still unsigned is a little surprising to me is Reggie Jackson, who played so well for the Clippers, you know, uh, so well for the Clippers. And he was kind of in the same position as Dennis Schroeder. I think he felt that he was going to get a big payday. Uh, and and I, I think he's still available. And assuming that's so, I mean, I, I got to assume that he's going to go back to the Clippers because you know he played so well for them, and they must love him. And you know, um, you know, he's certainly not going to be able to go back on his own terms. It looks like, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if that's what happened. But I guess the market has just dried up for these guys. A player, the teams use their cap space, and there's just not a lot left. Yeah, everything that I've been seeing is just that Reggie Jackson's going to be going back to the Clippers or just kind of working out that deal right now. But it's just interesting, Dad, because, you know, Dennis Schroeder is a good player. I know a lot of Laker fans don't like him, but he is a very good player. Now, do I think he's worth $20, 25000000 million? Absolutely not. But I do think he's a good player. So it's just crazy to see. Still a really big question mark. I still just believe, Dad, that there is a lot going on behind the scenes. I just believe that Rob Palenka has some sort of plan that he's trying to work out. Now, whether or not it'll happen remains to be seen. But I don't know. I just feel like Rob Palenka is always a guy who really just surprises you. I think he's an absolute genius clearly going to be the executive of the year in my eyes. I mean, I guess everything, just going to have to wait and see how the season plays out. But I think he's the GOAT. 
I think he's got a plan going on behind the scenes. But again, we're going to have to wait and see. But dad, I want to move on a little bit. You mentioned it kind of earlier. A lot of commentators and analysts, you know, everyone hates the Lakers. No one wants to root for the Lakers, even though we've got an amazing team, guys. Let's be honest. But people are saying, you know, this Lakers team is washed up. They're too old. And LeBron James actually clapped back. He tweeted, and I'm going to read this word for word. He said, keep talking about my squad, our personal ages, the way he plays, he stays injured, we're past our prime in this league, etc., etc., etc. Do me one favor, please, and I mean please, keep that same narrative energy when it begins. That's all I ask. Hashtag thank you with the crown emoji. King James has spoken, Dad. You know, I think it's pretty crazy. Lakers, I mean, the analysts, they hate the Lakers. They're going to root against them regardless. If we would have gotten a bunch of young guys, they would have said, you know, too much inexperience. How is this going to work with LeBron James and Anthony Davis? But I think Rob Polinka actually did a great job of getting some balancing, you know, the age with the veterans. But then he also signed some young guys in Kendrick Nunn, obviously bringing THT back, Malik Monk. So I personally think there's a nice little mix of veterans and young guys. Obviously, this team is kind of more in that win-now mode. We're not really thinking about down the line. But as of right now, this roster going into this season, I mean, we've got a ton of future Hall of Fame players on this team. Yeah, Hannah, I you know, I think this is an unbelievable roster that Rob Palenka has assembled here. I mean, 12 guys, all of whom can play, all of whom are capable of playing at a high level, all of whom are going to demand minutes and and, and and justifiably so. Uh, so I, I'm less concerned about the age of the players than I am as to how we're going to fit a whole new team together. Guys who have never played together before, um, you know, guys who don't know each other all that well. That, that to me is the challenge. I'm, I'm not overly concerned about the age. It's just that how is everyone going to fit in? All these guys are going to want minutes and I don't know where they're going to come from. Well, we know that LeBron is really good at kind of getting guys together and building that team chemistry. He's done it in the past uh, the past couple of years. I know when the Lakers went to, uh, I think it was Vegas, and remember he had like a whole team bonding thing there. I think LeBron is, now that he kind of knows the roster, I'm sure he had a really big say in who the Lakers went out and got. I'm sure he's going to go out there and I'm sure he's going to host a lot of, you know, team gatherings, team dinners. And I think they're going to be working on that that chemistry all throughout the offseason. And I think at the end of the day, chemistry is what really kind of transfers over to the regular season. So we saw that when the Lakers won the championship of the previous season. They just had such great off-court chemistry and it really just transferred over on the court as well. And I think LeBron's going to be uh, working overtime to make sure that's the case. But Dad, definitely very interesting because we are a super deep team. All of these players, you know, deserve to be playing minutes. So maybe I think Rob Polinka was just, he learned his lesson from this past season with all the the injuries we had and all the health. He wants to have a super deep team going into it that, you know, hopefully we don't have the same situation. But, you know, unfortunately, if something were to happen, we would have backup guys and guys ready to go. But I mean, I agree with you, Dad. I love this roster. I am so excited for this season. Obviously got a few more roster spots to fill, but... I'm loving what I've seen so far. I think the Lakers are going to be one heck of a team to watch. Yeah, I love the roster too, Hannah. I mean, I think it's absolutely amazing. The, the thing I worry about, though, you mentioned chemistry. You know, how do you build chemistry when every single year, and we've commented about this in prior podcasts, every single year we're like putting together a whole new team with a whole new cast of characters. 
you know, don't you want people who grow together and build together and, and get to know each other from season to season? But we just haven't had that on the Lakers in a long time. I see that, and I understand that point. But when we won the championship, we were a fully new team as well. I think at the end of the day, you know, the Lakers are in win-now mode. It's very obvious by the signings and by their roster. And I think they put themselves in a good position to do that. I think all they have to do is, you know, really kind of come together. They all collectively obviously want to win a championship, which is why we were able to sign all these guys for, you know, under $15 million. A lot of guys who normally would be getting paid taking the veterans minimum to come and win a championship. So they all have one common goal. And I think as long as they have that, as long as they, you know, work together and we have some of the most talented best players on this team, some savvy veterans, guys who have a ton of experience. LeBron's going to lead this team. I feel very good about it. I'm not too worried about the chemistry. I think these guys are going to come together with that collective goal of winning a championship and do whatever it takes to do that. But dad, you know, I want to end this this episode today just kind of doing a little bit of predictions. Do you think there's a last minute surprise or do you think we're probably just going to sign some maybe more bottom of the bench or just a couple kind of random guys to this roster? Hannah, um, at this point, I'd love to say that I think there's a surprise, and I think it's not because of lack of trying. I think Palenka has been trying to come up with a, uh, a sign and trade for for Dennis Schroeder. I think it's becoming less likely that it'll happen. If it does, probably they'll just get a draft pick or two back. You know, I'd love to be surprised. So I, I'm going to guess. You know, we're talking about signing individual players, and again, at this point, I hope these guys are not quite as old as Andre Iguodala at 37. I'd, I'd like to see a couple guys under 30. I still am out here believing that Rob Palinka has one more big surprise under his belt. But you may be right. But Laker fam, I want to hear from you. What do you think? Last couple of roster spots. Do you think Rob has one more big surprise he's about to pull out? Or do you think they're just going to sign some, you know, kind of random guys, fill out the roster, maybe some bottom of the bench guys? Let me know. You can tweet me. My Twitter is at Hannah underscore Kulik or my Instagram is at Hannah Rose Kulik. Thank you all so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode. And until very, very soon, Laker Hannah and Laker Dad will be back. Bye, everyone.